0: the dead cleanse lepers
1: cast out demons this is healing the whole person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio call now with your question 224-585-WSFI that's 224-585-9734
2: Hello and welcome to Healing the Whole Person. I'm your moderator Joan McHugh, and I couldn't be more excited about today's show. You will be too when you hear who who is going to be our guest. His name is Walter Jennings, and I met him when I was uh, on vacation in Spring Lake, New Jersey, this summer. We went to daily mass, and the man sitting in front of me was Walter Jennings, who I got to know um, after a, a few days and. Who I who now I consider to be a soulmate. He's just such a new friend, and he will be a friend to you, our listeners, when you hear his story. He's so on fire for the faith. I rarely meet people like this. So, and you will you will be so blessed. So, if you're driving, just pull over or just listen, but um, be prepared to. Um, to love what you hear. Uh, He loves our Lord deeply. He's uh, married and has three grown children, although one is still in college, his son. And Walter is a retired electrician. And he spends his time now spreading the gospel in various ways, which you will hear about. One of the ways is through this incredible novena, which we will give you access to on the second part of the show. But I'd like to welcome Walter to the show, and I'd like him to tell you the beginning of his story of faith. So, Walter, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Joan.
2: I'm um, just so I touched that you rest said rest. yes because you were you were nervous about coming on the show and I promised you it would be a conversation except you have a potential 1.3 million listeners listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know, John.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, Walter, um,
3: yes.
2: I know that your faith you had a strong faith as a child. You were an altar boy. Um through your teen years, at least junior year, I think you served Mass. So will you take up the story from there, Walter? How did your faith progress or not progress?
0: Well, I went to uh, Catholic grammar school in high school, and I was an uh, altar boy in um, when we had the Latin Mass, and then I went in the service after high school. And I never, I was on board ship and never saw you know a priest or anything so when I got out I was away I stayed away from the faith because well I did go to mass but I had noticed everything had changed so when then I, got, I was married in 1981 and around 1985 I was I was supposed to I was going to um, go for tests and um medical test and um two days before my mother had told me that there was going to be a healing priest father mcdonough he was from boston was going to come down to the parish and if i'd be interested and i said yes you're my mother and i went and um, my sister when father was going to bless everybody individually and my sister handed me her daughter, which was only about two years old at the time. And I stepped out in the aisle, and I went right back on the floor. Wow! And it really got my attention. Because you were slain in the spirit. I yeah, I couldn't stop crying when when I got up. The baby, my my niece, wasn't hurt. My sister picked her off. But I I had an instant. Um, conversion again. Uh, I, I knew immediately that I had to get back to confession. I had to go get back to the church. And by doing going to confession, I'd be able to receive Holy Communion. And this was during the time of Lent. And um, I was working with uh, my partner and I would pass the church in the morning mass was just getting out about 10 after 7. I went by like two times and I realized that I could um, pick the, my partner up and still go to church. So then that Monday morning, the next Monday morning, I went and sat next to my mother and she was a daily communicant and she was kind of shocked she wasn't expecting it. <laughs> and when, <laughs> Lent was, when Lent was over, she figured I'd be—I wouldn't be there—and that Monday I was there after Lent, and every day since then, I've gone to daily mass whenever possible.
2: Oh, Walter, that's so inspiring. So you know, your faith came back like in full um, through the grace of God. What, Walter? What is it like about the mass that um, you are—you're so drawn to? What? What? What makes you go to daily mass?
0: Well, I know when I go to Mass, I'm receiving the body and blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And I've had experiences in receiving communion where I've had the same. It's almost like uh, uh, opening the floodgates and um, uncontrollable tears. And um, once I went just for a visit, and I I walked into the church. And I, I just had the feeling that I really wanted to receive the, uh, receive communion. And right then, uh, a priest walked into the sacristy, and a woman uh, came up to me and said that what I'd like to attend, it was her husband's Mass. He had just passed away, and her son was going to say the Mass.
3: Oh, how beautiful.
2: So
0: I said yes, and I stayed for the Mass.
2: How beautiful. And when I
0: When I received communion, I had the gift of tears again.
2: And rightly called the gift of tears. Doesn't St. Catherine of Siena uh, write a lot about that in her dialogues? About It is a gift of tears when the Lord allows you to cry like that. It's His grace.
0: It's like a cleansing.
2: A cleansing, beautifully said.
0: And and I had that when I went to... um, medjugorje the same thing i experienced that um when i climbed the mountain mount Mm -hmm, crucifix i had
3: the mm -hmm.
0: same gift of uh you know like healing yes
2: so when you do have the gift of tears this is more of a personal question for me too because i sometimes have it not like that but just quietly so so what do you do with with that gift do you pray thank you lord or do you pray for people or what do you do with this gift
0: it's uh, it's, it, it's just a uh, uh, it increases your your faith uh-huh. um that's what i get out of it i had the same thing at fatima mm-hmm. when i went to fatima i had the same thing mm-hmm. and it knocked i've i've experienced it many times wow uh that the gift of cheers and um
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It, it,
0: it increases your faith because mm-hmm. you're, you have you feel the presence of our Lord working on you.
2: And so, you have a strong devotion to confession, also, Walter.
0: Oh yes, I I go at least once a month, and if I can, even more.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, because we're all sinners, and you know it's fun. It's like the littlest thing that happened to me once, I had an experience going to confession. And I had just been confessing the week before.
3: <clears throat>
0: and I went into the confessional and I said my sins. It had only been a week since my last confession. And when I got to the, the act of contrition, when the said priest said, say the act of contrition, and because they offend thee, my God, I had the same experience um, with the gift of tears, mm. and where I could, I could hardly finish the act of contrition. Mm.
3: What a grace, and, uh, Walter.
0: Yeah, I, um, and you know, I. It wasn't really that I was, you know, I had committed any big sins. It just little sins, mm-hmm. and at that point, I realized that the smallest sin is a slap in the
3: face to God.
2: Oh, that's a beautiful way of saying it. I've never heard that before. But that's very meaningful. Um, in knock you you also you i have notes here about you were in knock and you used to say the 15 decades of the rosary
0: yes in order to gain the indulgence of the rosary Mm
3: -hmm.
0: you were at the time it was before uh john paul ii saint john paul ii made the mysteries so in order to receive the um indulgence for going there you had a Uh, if possible weather permitting you say uh, the walk around the outside of the church saying the rosary the 15 decades Mm. you go to mass receive and go to confession and i had just been to confession three days before in uh, kilkenny and uh, i went to confession and when i walked in i uh there was just a uh, a kneeler and there was a curtain and I said my confession, and when the priest when I got done, the priest opened the confessional the curtain and said, "Now tell me, my son, what's troubling you oh. and I told him, my mother had just broken her back oh. and
2: there was a lot on and your I, heart I was
0: worried yeah, there was a lot on my heart, yeah. Um,
2: and the priest trouble. sort of discerned that.
0: The priest knew it. He discerned it. And wow. Knew
2: it. Wow. You know, the the Lord, when you talk, I feel I, I can sense or, or visualize the Lord with you. It's like he's, he's walking with you. Uh, Walter, through these, these tears and th- through these stories. Uh, there was another time where you went to confession and you were having some pains in your heart?
0: Oh, oh yes. I <clears throat> I used to go to, a, once a month I'd go to a, a, a rosary, a cenacle, and priests would say mass, and <clears throat> I'd go to confession and we'd do the 15 decades then. And on, I went to the for this one priest and before he gave me absolution he he said I'd, I'd like to ask jesus if there's anything he would like you to know and i was you know taken back with it i had never you know heard that before sure. and he said um jesus would like to rest his head on your heart oh and i uh he said do you know what it means and i said i think so and uh I was thinking that, um, like all the prayers, the rosaries and everything that I was doing was giving Jesus comfort. Oh. And um, I was wrong because on the way home, I had to cross the George Washington Bridge. I was in the Bronx, and um, I started getting chest pains. And it kept increasing, and I got alongside of Newark Airport. And I said to the uh, friend of mine that was with me, I said, uh, I think I'm having a heart attack. Uh, I have to pull over. And he said to me, you're not having a heart attack. Jesus is resting his head on your heart.
2: And that was a completely different and, person and, saying that.
0: And I was, sorry, yes, I, I had no idea. And the pain went away.
2: Oh, my
4: immediately,
0: word. And I was able to drive.
4: Oh my word.
0: Without the pain. And that would happen to me periodically. I'd get the chest pain when um I'd never know when. Mm
3: -hmm. But
0: as soon as I would receive communion the pain would go away again. Oh my and I realized that it uh I had to bring this to the cross and offer it all up for whatever Jesus wanted uh to use it for.
2: So, whatever Whether you were struggling with, or whatever you were, uh, the, whatever sorrows you were dealing with?
0: Yes, yes. or whatever anybody else was suffering. Oh. We, we really won't know until we get there, we get to heaven, uh-huh. I think. So what good our prayers do, what it's used for.
2: But Jesus was giving you a real means of uniting yourself with Him through these pains
0: yes it it was a a grace it's not pleasant it wasn't pleasant, but i re, I knew that it was you know I had to go through it. Do you still get the pains uh no i I haven't had them in a while uh-huh and things change you go through different yes uh, different stages, I would say
2: uh, yes, oh, how
0: it, it went from one thing to another,
2: yes, yes, you know? yes, so um walter i know i see i saw you in church every day and in the beginning you would stay in church and i would stay in church so you you're you say the daily rosary yes and and so then do you pray for others at that time or what what is your yes. prayer life like uh
0: well daily i'll say the i have prayers i say before i go to church which is a good half hour uh-huh and then i um i get that out of like the pieta book and different books different prayer books right and say in church i try and say before i leave if possible i'll get it done during the day mm-hmm. i say the ro- at least one rosary uh-huh the divine chaplet the seven dollars to our blessed mother
3: mm-hmm.
0: and i do the uh St. Teresa chaplet, to mm-hmm. uh, uh, pray to St. Teresa, you know, daily.
3: Yes,
2: yes. Yeah. Walter, you're an inspiration to me, and I know to our listeners. Um, we ha- only have a minute left um, before we we have to take a short break, and then we will come back. And I really want to um, you to be able to share with our listeners the surrender prayer which you give out like candy these these pamphlets and we'll talk about that and we'll tell our listeners how they can get it because it's very very powerful and um the fact that you that the lord is using you so mightily walter i just you're like a modern uh apostle (laughs) that's all i can say you you you're like one of the 12 running around giving away these pamphlets or helping people or as you did me um, every day it's just beautiful now you're praying for my grandchild Um, so Walter I hear the music so we're going to take a pause and then we're going to come back and I want you to tell them about the surrender novena
1: join us for the 8th annual McHenry County Catholic Prayer Breakfast on Saturday, September 15th in Crystal Lake, Illinois. The keynote speaker will be the Most Reverend Archbishop Joseph F. Newman, Archbishop of Kansas City, Kansas, and recently elected chairman of the Pro-Life Committee for the USCCB. For more details and ticket information, please check www.McHenryCountyCatholics.org. Hello, I'm Bill Wennington from the Church of St. Mary's and the Chicago Bulls. I, I believe Catholic radio is important for all of us out there listening to help us through days when maybe our faith is being challenged by many different obstacles that are put in our way, and it's a chance to reflect and just think and hear stories from other people that maybe are going through the exact same issues that we are going through and how they have struggled and how they are getting through their problems today.
2: We have a wonderful guest on today, Walter Jennings from Wall, New Jersey, um, who I met in church when I vacationed there this summer, and who has become my newest, bestest friend, my spiritual friend. And Walter's just been telling us his story of faith and his journey of faith. And Walter, before we talk about the Surrender Novena, we have Annie in the uh, studio here, and she's very taken with your story, and she wanted to say something and ask you a question. Hi,
4: uh, okay. Walter. Um, yes. Uh, as I was growing up, I had a grandfather that was very devout in his faith too. So I just was uh, wondering: Have you ever had? When you pray, do you just uh, pray um, in a a very devout way, or do you have? Do you find yourself doing? Uh, certain things at certain times. Um, my grandfather would, at times, hold his hands out and up uh, when he was, at the uh, time of the Eucharist. And uh, I kn- as, go ahead.
0: As what do you mean with the the time of the Eucharist? When um, oh, at, at mass. mass. Yeah,
4: uh, yeah, at mass.
0: Yes. Well, I do that till I hold my hands out. Uh, at the uh, at the uh, our father
4: right okay not
0: at the Lutheran, but, um, but as far as having a special way of praying right uh, well every, every time is different it depends on the distractions around you but I try and get to a quiet place and um, pray from my heart I try and speak from my heart like what I feel uh, what's troubling me and uh, and I hand that, I bring that, like, to the foot of the cross uh, for Jesus to take care of it or to help. Him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Walter, tell about is, have trouble, having trouble finding the quiet place in church. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> that's very difficult with the noise after. And um,
2: So they, the pastor the, introduced music? The
0: pastor turns music on after <laughs> the Mass. Oh, wow. When I'm praying the ro, you know, when I want quiet time and to speak to Jesus and pray the Rosary in quiet, uh, music comes over the speakers and it just drives me out of the church.
2: So, have uh, have you been able to talk to the pastor it, about that, Walter?
0: Not yet. I haven't seen him. He's not on every day. But oh,
2: okay. It's,
0: it's difficult to, you know, to. I think he
2: might. I think he might appreciate hearing your feedback.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm going to have to try to. You know, yeah,
2: yeah. Approach it. and so other
0: people feel the same way. Oh, they do. Uh, they get up and walk right out too. I mentioned it to one person, and she said it doesn't bother me. She can still concentrate.
2: Is that right? I
0: don't have that gift to. No. To, to be able to put up. If I want to listen to music, I'll go out in my car, not to listen to it in church.
2: Sure, sure.
0: And I. There were times, I wish they wouldn't play music after communion.
2: Sure, I agree.
0: That distraction too. I me. agree. I'm trying to say certain prayers after, you know, receiving communion.
2: And in this distract. in this beautiful church um, in Spring Lake, there's a side chapel. You go up some stairs, and it's a, I call it the Sacred Heart Chapel. There's a big statue of the Sacred Heart. So, toward the end of my visit. Be, Walter and I became friends and we began going up into the chapel to say the rosary together and that was such a grace for me Walter yes. um, I'm I'm so grateful for that I found you and that the Lord brought us together and yes. I, I wish now to tell our listeners about this surrender novena because this is a huge part of what the Lord is asking you to do to spread it and you're doing an amazing job of it so how should we go about this? Do you want me to tell them a little bit about Father Delindo? And
0: Yeah, you could tell the uh, I guess the, the uh, back cover there's an yeah. explanation of where this uh, novena came from.
2: His name is Father Delindo Rutolo and he it's the um the uh, under his name it says a prophet for our time and he was a Neapolitan priest who died in 1970. He was, he had the stigmata and he was a miracle worker and he was also known as the mouthpiece of the Holy Spirit. And then Father Rutolo, according to this write-up, had extraordinary communications with Jesus throughout his life. And he was totally devoted to God and to Holy Mother Mary. He referred to himself as the Madonna's little old man. And the rosary was his constant companion. Um, and Father Dolindo died in 1970 at 88. Padre Pio once said of this priest from Naples, Italy, The whole of paradise is in your soul. His name Dolindo means pain, and his life was rich with this pain. As a child and a teenager and a seminarian and a priest, he experienced humiliation, which was the realization of the prophetic words of a bishop who said, you will be a martyr, but in your heart, not with your blood. And so in his profound humility, he was able to hear the words of God. Even with his hidden life, he was one of the greatest prophets of the last century. He wrote to a bishop in 1965 that he wrote to, to Bishop, Uh, in 1965 that a new John will rise out of Poland with heroic steps to break the chains beyond the boundaries imposed by the communist tyranny. On this postcard, he wrote words of consolation for Poland and all the countries suffering under the communist regime. The prophecy was realized in the papacy of St. John Paul II. Now, in Father DeLindo's tremendous suffering, he became more and more a child who lived his self-offering to the Divine Father. He says, I am totally poor, poor nothing. My strength is in my prayer. My leader is the will of God, which I let take me by the hand. My security over the uneven path is the Heavenly Mother Mary. One of the treasures from the words which Jesus spoke to DeLindo was the teaching about total abandonment to God. In this novena, Jesus is talking to Don DeLindo and also to you, so says the write-up. And then the, the novena is a nine, let me see, is it nine days? And the bottom line of this novena, Jesus asks people to say, Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. This is the This is the novena. We're going to be happy to give you copies of this if you will email us, and we will send a copy to you. It will change your life. It's just so powerful. It's a new way to offer your, yourself to the Lord and all your loved ones. So I, I want you to talk now, Walter, and to tell us about how you got started with the Novena and what you're doing with it. Yes. In, back in
0: like 19, uh, 2015, I found uh, the novena and uh, it was given to me on a, uh, a, uh, on a paper and uh, I made copies of it and uh, started handing them out to my friends like in church and I'd leave copies of it uh, in the surrounding churches in my neighborhood uh, just to sp- spread the devotion. Uh, to the surrender
2: novena and so uh, keep going when
0: uh i handed it to uh, a friend of mine gave it to a friend and she was in church and she handed it to a woman in front of her and the woman said i already have it and uh she went into her pocketbook and pulled out the uh trifold novena the color um novena uh, the way it is in like a booklet and uh, her husband uh, started to make uh, would make copies he had copies made up and as to date we've had 2,500 copies made that we're we've handed out
2: that mm, wonderful and
0: the devotion keeps you know spreading if people come back to me in church and ask me for more and uh mm-hmm. they they come back and say, "You gave me this novena exactly when I needed it oh that it helped. And, and uh and I met Joan through this
3: yes. she came <laughs>
0: to me uh the next day, I guess after I gave it to her, yeah. and asked if I could get if I had more copies and she asked for fifty <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she <laughs> I said, no problem, and I gave her 50 of them. And then that's when, you know, we, she then she said she'd like to give me a uh, book she wrote. She wrote seven books on the Eucharist, and she gave me one of them. And it's really a treasure. Uh,
2: that's the big one with the artwork. Yes. Yes,
0: yes. And um, so that's how we became friends through this uh, Novena prayer.
2: Um, Walter, tell and about Freddie. the... Um the the one when you handed the lady um the novena what she said to you
0: (laughs) yes i gave it to a woman in back of me after communion i just said i whispered i said read the back of it first and after mass she asked me where i got it and i told her and i said you were meant to have this and she said i know when i was walking into church I was told to sit behind you that you had something for me.
3: (laughs)
2: Isn't that beautiful? (laughs) (laughs) It's so beautiful. So I marveled at at this man that I didn't know when I first was going to Mass that every day he'd jump up and, and be passing out these things, papers, to people. And so I was intrigued. And, of course, we met and the rest is history and he is now on the radio with you in chicago even (laughs) though he lives in wall new jersey um but walter i'd like to for the listeners just i have to read the the day one of the novena um because if this doesn't grab you nothing will day one our lord says to father dolindo why do you confuse yourselves by worrying Leave the care of your affairs to me, and everything will be peaceful. I say to you in truth that every act of true, blind, complete surrender to me produces the effect that you desire and resolves all difficult situations. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Ten times. And then every day has a different message from our Lord about how to surrender to him. Which, after all, is really the whole um, aim of our prayer, is it not? How to let go and let God. And this novena just helps us to do that. That's why I say it's so powerful. Um, So, Walter, what are some of the other feedback you've had from from people you've given the novena to?
0: Well, just the fact that they keep ask, coming back and asking for more yes,
2: copies. Yes, yes. So now you've supplied us with a huge amount of novenas, which, for which we're so grateful. And maybe this is yes. a good time to tell our listeners, just email us, info at wsfiradio.org. And we will tell us you want the novena, we'll be happy to send you one info at wsfiradio.org and or call us 224-206-8455 give us your name and your address and we'll send you out a Novena you will be so happy to have it I promise you that's info at wsfiradio.org or 224-206-8455 now, um, Walter, in addition to this novena, one day you came to church and you pulled out of your pocket some relics. Will you tell us about those relics?
0: Yes. Um, I guess this goes back 25 years, good 25 years ago. I had a friend that originally uh, had, she showed me a relic of the true cross, and um, I I asked her if she could get one for me, and she said yes. And when she gave it to me, uh, the relic, I said, can you get any more? And she said, what would you like? (laughs) And I said, can you get the 12 apostles? And she said yes, and she did. And she also added the two extra evangelists with it. So I got 14 of them, and uh, then it just went from there and uh, I just started collecting them, and I'd bring them to, if I went to a rosary, I'd go to a, like a rosary every day, every uh, mm-hmm. every week, and I'd bring them with me, and I'd set them up, and uh, we'd have, uh, you know, we'd say the rosary, and mm-hmm. uh, we'd have the relics, of the presence of the saints with us.
3: Beautiful. And
0: I would uh, bring them to church, different churches. A priest wanted to um, use them uh, at a at a service. or
3: mm-hmm.
0: I, I, uh, A priest called me last Saturday and asked me if I if he, he wanted to get something together for All Saints Day in mm. his church. So I said I'd be happy to bring them. So whatever the Lord wants me to do with them, um, you know, and I do. I just let Jesus you know take me by the hand and yes. let me know what to do
2: which obviously he does and the day you brought them to church you actually I was actually able to put the the relic of the true cross on the back of my neck which has so much pain from arthritis and I feel that that was a great grace and um, also these relics have been known to actually bring healing there's a, a woman named Anne Gerard who was going to be on our board but we had to cancel it. But she'll be on in December. But which, by the way, our shareathon is canceled until December sixth and seventh. But um, Anne Gerard, didn't you give pray over her with the relics, Walter?
0: Yes, I did, and she, uh, she was healed from her affliction, which is a, um, a twitching type. Uh, yes. Disease. And she was healed for a whole day. She didn't have any twitching, but then she realized that she is, for the time being, she is supposed to um, accept the suffering that she's going through, with it. And she's open to you know offering her suffering up. But she was totally uh, movement free from uh, the twitching for the whole day. And, and I she ca- felt back like almost in the spirit. She didn't fall down, but. Uh, she felt the presence of the relic
2: how beautiful there. and i was fortunate when i was in new jersey to have breakfast with ann and with walter and um she ac- actually she she came to mass with us and she had yes. written a book which i had read because she was going to be on the sherathon and honestly her twitching to live with this condition must be so difficult because every part of her body moves constantly. Isn't that right, Walter?
0: Yeah. She almost goes, her legs will move, and uh, she pulls back or shrugs her shoulders, or mm-hmm. head twitches. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: It's quite debilitating, I believe. And
2: um, she just, But the
0: thing is, when she goes to sleep, she doesn't twitch.
2: Oh, is that right? I didn't she, know that.
0: Yes. She gets a good night's sleep, but as soon as she wakes up, she has the twitching.
3: Wow!
2: And yeah. so your relics, the the Lord t- healed her for a whole day, with no twitching, but she feels like she's meant to carry this cross, and she uses it to offer her suffering up for others.
0: Yes, she does.
2: You know what? And then, go ahead. Mention
0: Mike McCormick, yes, which I introduced you to.
2: Oh, absolutely. Tell about Mike.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Joan we were in church and Joan was at, uh looking for somebody to be on the show. Oh
3: right. <laughs> and I
0: called Mike and um I asked Mike if he wanted to if he'd be on Joan's show. And again, after mass we met for breakfast and um uh, Mike was on the show was it last week or the week well, before? Well it was a few weeks ago at least. A few weeks ago.
2: What a grace, and what a what an another evangelist. I mean, I, you, the listeners might remember the show on the mass. Uh, Mike has written a pamphlet that's going like wildfire around New Jersey and high schools and so forth. It's very powerful. His understanding of the mass, his simplified understanding of the real meaning of the mass, connecting it to sacrifice and to um, you know to to what's really happening. Of Jesus offering himself for us we also have those pamphlets so if you email or call us I can
4: send you those pamphlets Um. Joan I'm just gonna interrupt you with Angela hi hi Mike thank you for the great show Walter Walter thank you for the great show I apologize yes Um, there's a caller on the line that's listening they want to know does it have to be physically shipped or is there something that we can send via email what, the, the novena? Yeah. Either or both.
2: Oh, good question, Walter. Can we email it or do we physically ship it?
0: I think, well, probably physically ship it. I don't, maybe you could uh, find out how it can be put on, on the uh, internet where it could be.
2: I, I possibly uh, could copy it and then send
4: it, but it's so this, nice uh, to have this physically in your hand
3: yeah I okay don't so have for it. now yeah, the answer true. is we're gonna have that's to mail it to you
4: it would be easier for us just to email it wouldn't it but for right now we'll just mail it out
0: it's it's such a beautiful picture of yeah. the sorrow part of jesus it's uh, on the uh, yes. front of it yes Those, um,
2: um we can yes. take the name of uh whoever is calling in and Maybe I can talk to them, and maybe there would be a way that I could copy this and email it. But the physical uh, fold over piece is very beautiful, it's very nice to have. So, you might want that in addition to the email
3: if yes.
2: who's ever listening. So, and also for Mike McCormick's um, small booklet on the mass, uh, that would be a gem to have, especially for teenagers. I'm about to give it to all my grandchildren, and um and I, go like ahead every
0: c class should have this. It would be such a um, inspiration to them they yes. they would understand the meaning of the mass
2: yes, yes,
0: which uh you know that's the basics of our faith,
2: of course, yeah. so between you and Mike and Ann Gerard, you're a powerhouse down there in New Jersey, Walter. <laughs> God is really raising you up to to really spread the his word. It's wonderful. Yes, it is. It really is.
0: I, was, I wasn't expecting this. So. What? God Ex- works in mysterious ways.
2: I know. You just were an electrician minding your business, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then god god got a hold of you
0: yeah he got my attention yeah Thirty, thirty-five 35 years or more ago
2: right he,
0: me spirit. he got my instant attention
2: but you're you you said yes and that's what differentiates you from so many people you are willing you're more than willing uh, walter to uh, to do what, yes, what the lord forth-face.
3: asks
0: you can't walk away from the braces you get.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because the, the alternative is not good. You know?
2: Well, one day when I wanted to, I was trying to pay you for these 50 uh, novenas. Yes.
3: <laughs> and
2: you wouldn't let me pay you. Tell our listeners why you wouldn't let me pay you.
0: <laughs> I'll lose the graces. <laughs>
2: right, right. Like,
0: you know, from passing them out, you know.
2: right. So that was a lesson to me too. We will lose the graces with, when we take money for things like this. And you're doing all this out of the goodness of your heart, Walter. And I think the Lord is yes. is using you greatly to get these distributed because He wants them distributed, especially today. You know, we yes. need we need to put everything into His hands. Who can Who of us can handle all these problems that are that are getting worse today?
4: Okay, so Joan and Walter, I'm going to interrupt you with Angelo again. We've got another listener, Jasper, who we know. Yeah. Okay, so I hate to use this word, given the news, but he says if you quote-unquote Google, maybe we can say a surrender prayer for Google, if we Google Surrender Novena, it will come up on YouTube. Oh. Okay, so for those of you who want to venture into the dark, <laughs> Google. Okay. So thank you. It
2: is on, it is on YouTube, apparently. Uh, for those who can do that. Thank
3: you. Uh,
2: yeah. So, um, Walter, we now have just a little over a minute left, and we do have people that write in and ask for prayers. Um, could could you uh, say a prayer for some of those people?
0: Uh, yes, through, through the intercession. Well, wait a minute. I have so. to tell
2: you. Wait a minute. So yeah. one person wrote in. Uh, and asked a prayer for the sanctification of my nephews, Tristan and William. And um, another person who works for us here uh, is suffering with eye troubles. Um, Would you pray for uh, her eyes to be healed? And also for my granddaughter, Ellie, with cystic fibrosis.
0: It's, yes, for Saint it's for St. Lucy. Yeah, that's for St. Lucy. A pray to St. Lucy. Yes, for, yes, uh, yes.
2: And my granddaughter, Ellie, for cystic fibrosis. And all of our okay. listeners out there, just a few seconds left, Walter. Would you just say a prayer that's for everyone?
0: Our, our Father, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil amen amen and
2: glory be to the father and to the son, and to, and, to the the son and to the
0: holy spirit to the holy spirit as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and ever shall be, be world without amen. end amen
2: walter it's been a joy to not talk yet. with you thank you so much god bless
1: person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.